It was just supposed to be a routine job. And I found myself amongst unlikely folk. <laughs> Humans. Ah, the rest of me kin called me soft. <laughs> but the money, ooh, the money was good. And we were good at it. Then the boss brings down this new job. <laughs> Dead dwarves. So I rouse up me boys, and we find ourselves in a journey we weren't expecting. Hargus is a noble dwarf from Clan Hammerheart with radical ideas. His concept that dwarves can not only befriend non-dwarves, but that they might work together in harmony is snubbed by most other dwarves. Skizik is a human who carries a two-handed sword and unleashes curses upon his enemies, which are granted to him by the dark and mysterious one, Mother. Wirebone, a gnomish artificer, is always looking for new ideas and creating new machines. He is perhaps the most famous inventor in Vulcaminar. Morthos, another human and beneficiary of the Dark Mother, is seeking his place among the dwarves of Vulcaminar. Comfort and prestige are his primary motivations. Ubalek Hammerheart, older cousin of Hargus, has a checkered past. He has been in trouble with the law more times than anyone dare counts. However, Ubalek is immensely resourceful and has gained valuable ties with the ruling elite, Clan Ironbrow. Erastix is a half-dwarven cleric who has a rapidly growing influence in the temple dedicated to Sibenkoff. She has gained the favor of Anilaram, the warrior queen and wife to the dominant head, Pithapin. The Unified Partitive is a religious sect dedicated to the worship of the dragon god Sibenkoff and all of its seven heads. The responsibility of this faction is mostly communal in nature, offering medicine and shelter to the poor is their foremost duty. But in Vulcaminar, this faction is the uniting force against dwarven oppression. The Myriads are an endless maze of ever-shifting tunnels above and around Vulcaminar, which are formed by lava tubes, tunneling creatures, and quakes. Dwarves believe that these passages lead to the Great Forge at Mount Erlebenberg, Volga. Temperatures here can reach excessive heat levels as they lead upward, which can be incredibly dangerous to those lost in the labyrinth. During our last session, our heroes arrived in Nogris in the midst of the Lava Barch siege on the Fire Temple of Sibenkoff. These enemies locked in conflict were slaughtering one another. The group capitalized on their opportunity against the Dwarven aggressors, felling many, but the battle quickly became overwhelming. Ubalek fell, Hargus called upon his Dwarven ancestors to heal, Skizik activated Mother's Tear, creating a pocket dimension for the party to rest. Two clerics of the Unified Partitive, who were defending the Fire Temple against Lava Barge Assault, joined the group in their retreat. One of them was Erastix. Once safely inside the extraplanar cottage provided by Mother, Skizik and Morthos go into a deep meditative trance. It is their claim that they can visit her through visions. Upon returning, whispers of the mad dwarf Edgar and Sternhollow are on their lips. 
Mother believes that he has been up to no good, dabbling in magics beyond his means, opening permanent rifts to aberrant dimensions, and thus allowing all manner of vile creatures into the Wilderdark. Meanwhile, Hargus' eyes are rastic suspiciously. The young dwarf, bearing all of the fine trappings of a high priestess, offers her prayers of healing to the injured heroes. But only Ubalek is willing to feel the fires of chaos cleanse his wounds. Hargus warns against such a wretched deed, but Ubalek is not as choosy as his younger cousin. The rest of the group turns toward trusted Hargus and his first dwarfs to mend their injuries. At the end of the nine hours of rest provided by Mother's Tear, the heroes of Hinterspalt emerge cautiously. The streets of Nogris are dark and fairly quiet. Dwarven guards are posted near the chained shut doors of the Fire Temple. A closer look and Ublek sees a nearby dark alley in which they can move undetected. The group moves as quietly as possible toward their Nashorn mounts, but they arrive to find two Shatterakul and a Lava Barch cleric examining the beasts. Without pause, their cleric draws upon the power of his ancestors. The two Shatterakul swell in power, shoulders now pressing at the seams of their finely crafted dwarven chain armor. Hargus leads the vanguard, dealing a heavy blow against the first shapeshifter. Ubalek moves deftly behind his cousin, looking for advantage. Meanwhile, Wirebone fires a shot that crackles with lightning when it strikes the other Shatterakul, stunning the outsider. Advantage now gained, Ublek fires off two shots. His bolts drive deeply into the already wounded Shatterakul, bringing him to one knee. Morthos finishes the battered foe with a blast of purple and black energy, causing it to dissipate into wisps of shadow. Sensing defeat, the Lava Barge Cleric flees as Skizik lands a powerful blow, driving his sword deeply into his Shatterakul opponent. It desperately tries to fight back, but Wirebone's well-placed bolts find their mark and the beast falls into shadow. With a sense of urgency, the heroes mount their Nashorn and make haste toward Vulcaminar. Before long, another tremor shakes the stone passages around them. Aftershocks rumble ahead, causing what they find soon enough, another cave-in. Back into the myriads they go, Skizik leading the way. A half day's travel and the adventurers are confident they are heading in the right direction, when suddenly a hideous spider-like creature with the body the size of a plow horse drops from above. Its two forelegs end in long, razor-sharp barbs that pry open Skizik's armor in an attempt to get at his flesh beneath. Bebelith gasps Hargus to himself as he and his cousin move into position, studying the strange abomination and its alien movements. Wirebone and his drone pepper the outsider with bolt after bolt, sinking each deeply. Morthos slings a Hellrime blast, slowing their enemy with hoarfrost, which allows Skizik to land another powerful barrage of slashes with his greatsword. In an instant, the Bebelith is gone, disappeared into thin air, nothing left but the lacerations in Skizik's Behir scale armor. Our heroes travel onward their path elevating upward more and more as they go. They may be heading toward Vulcaminar, but their ascent could bring the adventurers well above their intended mark. Eventually, the long dried up riverbed which they are following opens to an immense cavern. This was once a large basin where a mighty river flowed from above. 
Many irregular passages lead in every direction. Ubalek takes a moment to examine each, trying to discern which will lead toward Vulcaminar. He finds a suitable tunnel leading Vor that also slants downward. Will this wash lead them toward home? I'm Nick, and I play Skizik. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of Hinterspell. If you like this podcast, check out To Destiny, which takes place in Vulcan and Art at the same time as our game, from a totally different perspective. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.